Welcome to another episode of Drafting Compliance. I'm Kane, and with me is Tom. Today we're talking about FedRAMP compliance, and we have a special beer to taste that's popular in the Pacific Northwest. That's right, Kane. We're trying a classic beer from Washington State, Rainier. It's a light American-style lager that's been around for over a century. I've heard of Rainier, but I don't think I've ever had it before. Let's give it a try. Opens the can and pours the beer. It has a pale yellow color and a light aroma of molten hops. I like the simplicity of it. It's not trying to be anything fancy. I have to agree. Takes a sip. Hmm, it's crisp and refreshing, but not very flavorful. It's just beer. Yes, Rainier is a quintessential example of a light lager, and it's perfect for hot summer days or casual drinking. But let's not forget about FedRAMP. As you may know, FedRAMP is a government program that provides a standardized approach to security assessment, authorization, and continuous monitoring of cloud services. That's right. And it's important for cloud service providers to obtain FedRAMP authorization if they want to do business with federal agencies. The process can be complex, but it's necessary to ensure the security and privacy of sensitive government data. Exactly. Under FedRAMP, cloud service providers have to follow various requirements, such as implementing appropriate security controls, undergoing independent third-party assessments, and reporting security incidents to the government. It sounds like a lot of work, but it's worth it for companies that want to serve federal customers. And I appreciate that some cloud service providers are making the effort to obtain FedRAMP authorization. Absolutely. You know, and with that, let's give Rainier a rating for taste and FedRAMP compliance. I'll go first. For taste, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. It's not the most exciting beer, but it's good for what it is. For FedRAMP compliance, I'll give it a 1 out of 10 because it's not a cloud service provider and has nothing to do with the program. Laughs. Well, for taste, I'll give it a 5 because it's not bad, but it's not great either. And for FedRAMP compliance, I'll also give it a 1 because it's just a beer and not a cloud service provider. Fair enough, Kane. And that's it for Drafting Compliance today. Thanks for watching and remember to drink responsibly and stay compliant. And so what we just did there is we had ChatGPT write a script for drafting compliance, Tom. Um, I thought this would be a bit fun for April Fool's Day. What did you think of the script? Well, certainly it misses on the nuances of what we're trying to do, but it also hits the big themes. So, you know, if I were going to rate the ChatGPT script, I'd give it like a three out of 10. Uh-huh. I think I'd give it, um, it, it missed my intention on beer. Uh, it definitely, like, I fed it several, and it somehow decided that I'd give vitamin R a 5 out of 10. Maybe it's just because it's, <laughs> I'm from Washington State, and I'm supposed to rep my local. The other thing I noticed about the script, Tom, there was no mention of cats. And um, oh, that, yeah, they missed you'd that. figure that, yeah, the chat GPT lives on the internet. You'd think it would know about the popularity of cats. Yeah, for, for sure. You know, the one thing I would like to point out, Kane, is is we are wrestling probably more quickly with chat GPT than any new technology that I can remember in my at least recent last 10 years of my career. You know, if, if I were to try to put something similar in front of us, I would probably say virtualization was the last time where I had to really jump through some some mental hurdles to understand how we want to deal with this from a security perspective. Mm -hmm. So this is chat GPT is hitting folks. Um, at a time where there isn't necessarily a lot of guidance on how we should treat it internally and externally.
Yeah, and I think that that'll be possibly a future conversation about how to talk to executives about the risks of generative AI. Um, but I did like that because its timeline ends in 2021, I think that the overview it gave of the FedRAMP program, I think as a very high level overview, it was not inaccurate. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, it it felt like it pulled the script um, straight off of FedRAMP site. It, it's it's not it's not uh, it's not getting it wrong. It's just not providing any depth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that that's the the fact that it missed is that it was not a very deep treatment. But on a positive note, it uh, you know it's been a bit fun, um, bit challenging. We're going to continue with the normal series, so expect us back in your regular feed um, with future episodes about FedRAMP compliance, where we will be going deep into the compliance weeds. But with that, Tom, I think we can probably shut down. Please like and subscribe if you want to see more of this content in your feed. Thanks again, Tom, for having a bit of fun with me. And thank you to our new AI overlords for writing our script. Thank you. Thank you.